morning prayer begins this morning with on page four with the verse at the top of the page. Grace be unto you in peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is the people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. <clears throat> Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 50, beginning on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Sion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house, nor he-goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, 
and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou consentest unto him. Thou hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me. And to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 23rd chapter of the second book of Kings. Then the king sent them to gather all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem to him. And the king went up to the house of the Lord with all the men of Judah, and with him all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the house of the Lord. Then the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to follow the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people took their stand for the covenant. And the king commanded Hilkiah the high priest, the priest of the second order, and the doorkeepers to bring out of the temple of the Lord all the articles that were made for Baal, for Ashtaroth, and for all the hosts of heaven. And he burnt them outside Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron, and carried their ashes to Bethel. Then he removed the idolatrous priest whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense on the high places in the cities of Judah, and in the places all around Jerusalem, and those who burned incense to Baal, to the sun, to the moon, to the constellations, and to all the hosts of heaven. And he brought out the wooden image from the house of the Lord to the brook Kidron outside Jerusalem, burned it at the brook Kidron, and ground it to ashes, and threw its ashes on the graves of the common people. Then he tore down the ritual booths of the perverted persons that were in the house of the Lord, where the women wove hangings for their wooden image. And he brought all the priests from the cities of Judah and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense from Geba to Beersheba. Also, he broke down the high places at the gates, which were at the entrance of the gate of Joshua, the governor of the city, which were to the left of the city gate. Nevertheless, the priests of the high places did not come up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, but they ate unleavened bread among their brethren. And he defiled Topeth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, that no man might make his son or his daughter pass through the fire to Molech. Then he removed the horses that the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun at the entrance of the house of the Lord by the chamber of Nathan Melech, the officer who was in the court. And he burned the chariots of the sun with fire. The altars that were on the roof, the upper chamber of, chamber of Ahaz, 
which made kings which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts in the house of the Lord. The king broke down and pulverized there, and threw their dust into the brook Kidron. Then the king defiled the high places that were east of Jerusalem, which were in the south which, which were on the south of the Mount of Corruption, which Solomon, king of Israel, had built for Ashtoreth, the abomination of the Sidonians, for Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites, and for Milcom, the abomination of the people of Ammon. And he spoke in pieces the and he broke in pieces the sacred pillars, and cut down the wooden images, and filled their places with the bones of men. Moreover, the altar that was at Bethel, and the high place which Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who made Israel sin, had made, both that altar and the high place he broke down. And he burned the high place and crushed it to powder, and burnt the wooden image. As Josiah turned, he saw the tombs that were there on the mountain. And he sent and took the bones out of the tombs, and burned them on the altar, and defiled it according to the word of the Lord, which the man of God proclaimed, who proclaimed these words. Then he said, See what gravestone, no, what gravestone is this that I see? And the men of the city told him, It is the tomb of the man of God, who came from Judah, and proclaimed these things which you have done against the altar of Bethel. And he said, Let them alone, let no one move his bones. So they let his bones alone, with the bones of the prophet who came from Samaria. Then Josiah took all took away all the shrines of the high places that were in the cities of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had made to provoke the Lord to anger. And he did to them according to all the deeds he had done in Bethel. He executed all the priests of the high places who were there on the altars and burned men's bones on them. And he returned to Jerusalem. Then the king commanded all the people, saying, Keep the Passover to the Lord your God, as it is written in this book of the covenant. Surely such a Passover had never been held since the days of the judges who judged, judged Israel, nor in all the days of the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah. But in the eighteenth year of King Josiah, this Passover was held before the Lord in Jerusalem. Moreover, Josiah put away those who consulted mediums and spiritists, the household gods and idols, all the abominations that were seen in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem, that he might perform the words of the law, which were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. Now before him there was no king like him, who turned to the Lord with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, nor after him did any arise like him. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn from the fierceness of his great wrath, with which his anger was aroused, aroused against Judah, because of all the provocations which Manasseh had provoked him. And the Lord said, I will also remove Judah from my sight, as I have removed Israel, and will cast off the city Jerusalem which I have chosen, and the house of which I said, My name shall be there. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? In his days Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went to the aid of the king of Assyria, to the river Euphrates, and king Josiah went against him. 
and Pharaoh Necho killed him at Megiddo when he confronted him. Then his servants moved his body in a chariot from Megiddo, brought him to Jerusalem, and buried him in his own tomb. And the people of the land took Jehoahaz, the son of Josiah, appoint, anointed him, and made him king in his father's place. Jeho, Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamitel, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. Now Pharaoh Necho put him in prison at Riblah in the land of Hamath, that he might not reign in Jerusalem, and he imposed on the land a tribute of one hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Then Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim the son of Josiah king in place of his father Josiah, and changed his name to Jeho Jehoiakim. And Pharaoh took Je Jehoahaz and went to Egypt, and he died there. So Jehoiakim gave the silver and gold to Pharaoh, but he taxed the land to give money according to the commandment of Pharaoh. He exacted the silver and gold from the people to, of the land, from everyone according to his assessment, to give it to Pharaoh Necho. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zebudah, the daughter of Padiah of Ruma. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his fathers had done. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus asks on page 11, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth verse of the second chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Colossians. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the sins of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and in and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, 
which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore let no one judge you in food or in drink, or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Let no one defraud you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, including into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom all the body, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, grows with the increase which is from God. Here ends the second lesson. The Shorter Form of Benedictus on page 14 Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. <laughs> the Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, a refuge and strength, who art the author of all godliness. Be ready, we beseech thee, to hear the devout prayers of thy church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, 
and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Um, one note, um, I put in the uh, chat bar uh, a link to a, a chronology of the Old Testament that uh, knowing where all these stories we're reading through kind of fit in the overall scheme has always helped me. So you can click on that and I think you can download it. If anyone wants to stay afterwards, just briefly after morning prayer, and I could explain what it is, but there's no need to do that. Um, today's lessons are, you know, sort of the, the the conclusion of the ministry of the reforming King Josiah, <clears throat> which is the, you know, about six, 620 and plus BC is where we are now. And it's remarkable that he does all this dramatic draconian reform and then immediately after he dies, he has a, the next king does evil in the sight of the Lord. So it shows that these outward reforms imposed by the king have not taken deep root within the people. And when the the outward, you know, compulsion is gone, the people revert to all the things they used to do. We know so in Ezekiel we get a vision of all the bad things going on in the temple. So we know that everything he took out um, of the temple and his reforms made their way back in after he was all uh, done. So it, it's remarkable. Um, couple notes too, he mentions Tophet, and Tophet is mentioned in this chapter. Um, this, is a, this was a child sacrifice shrine that Solomon, King Solomon had allowed to come into Jerusalem. And remember, the, the 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 reason this happened is when Solomon loved many foreign women and married them to make political treaties, the, the rules of diplomacy were you had to set up the shrine for that, that princess's God in your country. And this is what began the undermining of worship in Israel. Tophet, <clears throat> um, it's, it's literally a place of burning, and it's in the valley of Hanom. And after the destruction of the by the Babylonians and the re, and the return to Israel, the Valley of Hinnom becomes the garbage dump, and it is the the backdrop for New Testament Gehenna, uh, which is the image of hell, where all the refuse is um, burned in the fire. And Jesus uses that image when he talks about um, uh, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. We again, when we move over into the New Testament, contrast the way that um, Josiah attempts to push these forms from the top from the top down, but they don't result in in, in wide scale faithfulness. With the posture of the persecuted church that St. Paul is talking to, where they are alive in Christ and already living in the kingdom, even though they are surrounded by all kinds of paganism and persecution, and St. Paul's exhortation to them is to hang on to the life they have in the midst of this as they wait for the, the vindication that comes from Christ. And this relates to our sense of the kingdom. And the Old Testament is waiting for the kingdom to come and looking to be faithful to bring that kingdom about, which it ended in exile. Our Lord came to fulfill the covenant and has already now established the kingdom through his faithfulness and the gift of the Spirit. And we now live in the kingdom in the midst of the hostility around us 
And the great temptation is to get drawn back into the idolatry of the world. And this is, I think, what St. Paul is, is highlighting with the Colossians today. Let no one judge you in food and drink. The religion that, that they came out of, those some of the Christians were converts from Judaism, and some were converts from paganism, which had a lot of rules of what you could do. And to please the God, you had to do this thing and that thing. And so don't type, don't do this, don't do that. And St. Paul makes reference to our baptism, which is the quintessential experience of the Christian life. We're buried with Christ in baptism. We're raised with him through faith. And that's what happened to us in baptism. And the life for prayer is essentially the continual living out of that reality. We're always dying or always coming to life. And even the disciplines of the Christian life is easy for us in our mind to process them as things we have to do to get God to like us, which which paganism did. This is where child sacrifice came from. God demands this. You have to do this or it won't go well for your family. Um, and we have to, you know, get tied in knots. For us, discipline is a discipline of relationship. Today is our day of prayer and fasting for mission. We fast, we say no to things, not because God's mad at us if we have things, or, or but so we can practice being free. It, we can only be free to say yes if we're free to say no. We don't want to become captive to anything. And that's exactly the captivity St. Paul's talking about. So we practice fasting. We practice saying no so we can learn not to be held captive to things. And we can live in the freedom of Christ. Um, and this is where he mentions to the principalities and powers. The principalities and powers try to keep us in bondage by by first of all, tempting us to do wrong and then accusing us when we do wrong. And that guilty voice, that, that finger pointing, that accusing voice, that's the voice of the principalities and powers that's reconciled in Christ through repentance, turning away from the evil and turning towards Christ and the experience of grace and forgiveness that makes us completely whole. And we must live in that experience, continually removing from our lives by confession and repentance that that those outward things and also then those inner uh, uh, attitudes of the heart, anger, resentment, bitterness that we can, you know, put away from us and understand their their rootedness in our lives and learn to forgive and accept the grace of God. That's how we're truly free and living in the kingdom uh, in, in, in the present moment in the midst of a world that is doing other things. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the prayer for mission on page 38 on our day of prayer fasting for mission. Let us pray. O God, who has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the whole earth, and to send thy blessed Son to preach peace to them that are far off and to them that are nigh. Grant that all men everywhere may seek after thee and find thee. Bring the nations into thy fold. Pour out thy Spirit upon all flesh and hasten thy kingdom to the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Together the thanksgiving on page 19. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love 
in redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost, be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. We'll keep a very brief pause to offer personal intercessions, and then we'll close with the prayer of St. Chrysostom and the Grace. Almighty God, who has given us grace this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you uh, in prayer. Anyone wants to hang on for a minute and I can explain what the chronology, how to read it. Um, just hang on and I'll let everyone go and then the rest can stay. Download it and we take a peek at it together. So uh, have a good day to those who don't want to stay. If you do want to stay, though, turn on your camera so I can see you. I will look at your... Uh, I think the download says it requires a permission. Does it? Yeah, yeah I can't. I can't get on it. I mean, I have to figure it out. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, may, maybe what I'll do then. I'll tell you what I'll do then is I will um, see what I did wrong and I'll bring it tomorrow because I'd be like to be able to look at it. I I I did this from the Google Drive and I don't. I must not have. I, I thought just linking it would give everyone permission, so I will try to bring it tomorrow. And then we'll walk, we'll take a little time after morning prayer tomorrow, look at it. So great. You know, sorry, sorry, to great. sorry to tease you Thanks. all. That was the thing I, I could not do. Google cry. We'll, uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye everybody. Have a good day. Bye. Bye, Jack. And I thought I was gonna have the old testament figured out today. <laughs> it's cryptic, it's it's Gnostic. You you have to wait and really seek the knowledge. <laughs> I think you have to sign into your Google account if you have one. Is that what it showed well, you? Well, I key? did, and I created this link, and then I no, linked No, for us, it. is what I'm saying. For us. No, it says, it says uh, permission permission required, and then you press a button that oh, requests I gotcha. permission, which okay. I assume is going to send you an email, Bishop, and then you have to, I don't know. I see. Okay. okay see Thank you very much. Here, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I've, I got, yes, I got to grant you all permission. So I will go to my, I just discovered that in my email. I will give you all permission. So persevere, send me an email, <laughs> and you get permission. Okay, very good. Thank you. Okay, peace.